All right, hello everyone. This is Hunter Doyle. I'm here with Ian Baldwin today and we are interviewing Gregory Rousseau, who's projected to be a first round pick next year. Defensive lineman from Miami, um, 2019 ACC Rookie of the Year, first team all ACC. I mean, I don't, think, I don't think we could have been more impressed with the film we watched in you. I mean, you finished second to Chase Young in sacks last year, which is just amazing. I mean, we just want to thank you so much for this opportunity. I mean, um, we just really appreciate your time. We know you're a busy guy and you got a lot of stuff going on right now. So we just want to thank of course, you. Of course, of um, course. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, just want to ask you like how you're doing and how quarantine's going for you, man. Uh, it's been good, you know, just trying to stay in shape. Uh, I've been working out like at like local fields and stuff with my friends and I've been going to, I've been, I got a bench press in my garage. So I've been staying in shape by uh, lifting some of those weights and just trying to stay on top of my schoolwork, even though like, I'm not used to all this, but, you know, just trying to adapt. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, we're in school, too, and we're not even student-athletes, and it's it's been tough, <laughs> so we applaud you for yeah. your effort. But, um, yeah, let's get into this, though. So tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your journey and how you kind of got into football as a kid. Uh, My older brother, he bought, like, Madden – I think it was Madden 05. I think I think Ray Lewis was on the cover. I don't know. Yep. But, yeah, I, I remember that. I just kept – yeah, I just kept playing that game. I was like, man, this is fun. So I kept playing it, and I, like, learned the names, like, the whole bunch of players. I learned, like, what each position is and what they do in the field. And I started playing when I was, like, eight. And then I, I actually started playing DN, like, in Little League football when I was, like, a, when I was like eight, maybe through nine. But then I started playing, like, running back and receiver as I got older. And I, I didn't even really, like, focus on DN. Because, like, you know, everybody wants to have the ball in their hands, obviously, like, score touchdowns. So that was more fun for me. And then I, I went to high school. I started off at Monarch High School in Coconut Creek with, like, Calvin Ridley went there. Jerry Judy was there when I was there. Uh, Calvin Ridley's little brother, who's on the Chicago Bears, was there. But I started off over there. And then I actually played DN my sophomore year in high school. But then I transferred, and I played receiver and safety at the next school I was at called Champlain Catholic in Hialeah. But then in college, obviously, I ended up going back to the end. So, like, I was always, like, meant to be a DN. Dang, man, that, that's crazy. I mean, that's such a cool journey to go through. I mean, it sounds like you're surrounded by some real talent. So, I mean, everyone's kind of had, like, a role model or some, like, influential coach or someone who – like, even an upperclassman who's kind of been, like, influential in, your, in their lives. So, kind of tell us about someone in your life who has been really impactful on that journey. Um, not Not that, like – Calvin played my position, but just watching him, like, just prosper and a ball out of high school, ball out of camps, go to Alabama, ball out, it showed me that it was, like, possible. So having somebody like that around, it really uh, – it gave me a really good influence and somebody to look up to and try to not, like, model my game after, but just model, like, my football career after, you know, by doing all the right things, staying out of trouble, being a genuine person, things like that. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. So, um – I know, like, college, at least for us, was, like, really difficult kind of deciding where to go and uh, what to do. What made you choose Miami? Uh, i say one. One part of it was it being close to home because it's only an hour from my house. But I live in Broward County, Florida. Oh, nice. And two, and two it was, uh, the fit, you know, the family atmosphere. Coach Rick was there. He's, like, really – he's really, like, like just warm type of person. And I, I felt like – like, I really trusted him. Coach Diaz also had a plan for me. Coach Diaz sat down with me. I watched film with him. He told me, like, how they're going to use me in his defense. And no school really, like, really, like, did that. And, like, 
put in all that time into me. So I felt like I was most important to them than any other school. So, uh, and also I played seven on seven. I played Florida Fire with a lot of kids like uh, Mark Pope, um, Gervin Hall, a lot of my now teammates, and like we all just kind of built a bond. So I was just, I was ready to come to you for sure. Sweet, that's awesome. And yeah. um, I gotta ask, my dad is a huge fan of this. He went to Miami, but. Can you tell us about the turnover chain and, like, what that means to you and how it impacted the ways you play? Uh, it's the best thing ever. It's the best thing ever. Like, just just uh, knowing, like, once you make a play and jumping on a fumble and being, like, under the pile and being like, man, when I get up, I'm about to go. I'm about to go show out. I'm about to put on the chain. I'm about to be on ESPN, this and that. Like, it's dope. It's really it's awesome. Like, you can't beat that, you know? It's iconic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know people definitely tried to replicate that, and nothing, oh, yeah. nothing oh, yeah. can compare to Miami. They started it. Yeah. And also, you are just a physical specimen. I mean, 6'6", 253. Were you always like a big kit, big cut, big guy? Sorry, I stumbled over my words. Or did you hit like a growth spur or like, you know, just start like working out a ton? Like, how did all that happen? Uh, I, I grew pretty gradually. I'd say like my freshman year, I was 6'4". And then by my junior year, I was, like, six, five and a half. And then, like, I had, like, another slight growth spurt, like, once I got to college. So, like, it, was, it, was, it wasn't, like, one summer of me growing eight inches. But it was just, like, over time, I just, like, had little, had little like, growth spurts of, like, an inch or two or an inch and a half. And, like, I was always pretty skinny until I was, I want to say, my junior year. I probably played at, like, 205. But then I put on some weight before my senior year of high school, and I got, like, 220. And then when I got to Miami, I added, like, another, like, 30-something pounds from 220 to, like, 258, which is where I'm at now. Dang, that's impressive. That's very impressive. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you played under um, – in your two years at Miami. I mean, you didn't play your first year because of the injury, but you've been under Coach Simpson and Coach Stroud. I mean, both accomplished yeah. defensive line coaches. So – so kind of talk about, like, them and um, just your defensive coaches as a whole and the whole coaching staff even, like, how they've really impacted impacted your breakout year this year and just kind of your success at Miami so far. Yeah, I feel like – I feel like Coach Simpson just uh, – he laid, like, the groundwork for me when I got there. Even though I got hurt, I was with him for a whole spring because I early enrolled and I was with him for the whole fall camp up to the first game. So that's, like, a few months of uh, football practice with him. So he just – he taught me all the little things like, you know, getting off, uh, taking the perfect step, hand placement, things like that. And then uh, this year with Coach Stroud, I finally got a chance to get a full year under my belt. So I just, like, refined everything. I got better at uh, certain things. I got way stronger in the weight room when I was from um, – after I got hurt because that whole season I was just, like, working out during practice. You know, like the hurt guy thing where you, like, ride the bike for a little bit and you just do, like, hella arms and stuff. So, so I did that. And the, the whole coaching staff's cool. Coach Stroud really taught me a lot, you know, like how to like how to use my um, length to my to my advantage on the field. And Coach Coach Diaz, same thing. He's always even though he's a head coach, he's not one of those guys who just like stand like with a notebook, like with their hand over their mouth. Like he's like he's in practice. He's telling me like, Greg, do this, do that. Make sure you do this because in the game it's gonna be like this. You know, he's like he's really he's a really hands-on dude. So he's helped me a lot too, and he taught me to never like. Like he tells us, there's no, um, there's no practice. He says practice is game, because why practice, like going at 
a practice speed one, and then like when you get in the game, everything's gonna be new to you. It's gonna be like full speed. You're gonna be like, whoa. So, so he's definitely had a huge impact on me. The whole staff's great. Uh, I love Coach Baker at New DC. He's really like a genius defensive mind, and the whole team's just awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I mean, I think it's it's so important because some of these coaches, I mean, great coaches, but some of them are can be kind of unplugged and not really like build a relationship with each of their, each of their players. Oh yeah, not even like definitely. just building a relationship, just like um, bettering them and just like pushing them every day in practice. So I I really like to hear that. I mean. Sounds like you got a great situation down there. And, and kind of going off of that, I mean, you got Miami's been notable for defensive linemen for quite a bit. I mean, you guys have had Calais Campbell come through there, Olivier Vernon. Mm-hmm. And in recent years, you guys had Jonathan Garvin and Joe Jackson um, who have gone into the draft and, and gone to the NFL now. So kind of talk to us about, like, that legacy and what's kind of, like, been pushing that. And, and yeah, just that legacy in general. Uh, it's great. You know, I talk to I talk to Calais Campbell all the time. I, like, he texts me, he gives me tips and stuff. And uh, just tries to help me out, and I'd be like, he'd be sharing his knowledge with me. So that's he's a real cool dude for sure, and I have a connection with him. Uh, Joe, I looked up to Joe for sure. Garvin taught me so much, so like he's taught me so much when he was here. It was, he was also a person that I like, kind of modeled my game after while being hurt that season and watching him like ball out. I was like, man, like what can I do to like to be at his level when I get back next year? So I just I just looked at all little things. I looked at how he watched film how he prepared for games. So he's been, they've all been huge impacts on my, on my life. And I'm just trying to um, keep on just carrying a legacy of D lineman going to the U and um, having success in the NFL. Definitely. Man. I mean, it's so important. I mean, to have alumni connections in general and, and just to have like upperclassmen like Joe just helping you lead. I mean, mm-hmm. that's definitely that's so cool here. I mean, um, me and Ian, Ian's been a student athlete before I've been a student athlete and it's like, just having like upperclassmen, I mean, in general, even like a middle school sport, it's like you just kind of look up to them and to have yeah, facts. so important. Um, you just want to do everything they do pretty much or like do it better, you know? Exactly, bro. Yeah. So, so you kind of talked about your, your injury and in, um, was it 2018, right? Yeah, 2018, um, second game. Yeah. So kind of talk to us about like that time of adversity and, and any other times of adversity and, and kind of how you overcame that and powered through. Uh, it was real tough at first. Like I was, I was real tore up about it. But like I, I realized. I sat down. I prayed. I talked with my family. I realized that like everything happens for a reason. You know, God has a plan. So I just trusted it. And I said like to myself, like why, like why be sad? Like when being sad is not gonna help it. It's not gonna help at all. So after a few days of like being sad after my surgery, I was just like, all right, I gotta make a plan for myself to like ball out when I get back and get back to at, at least like to as close as possible to what I was before I got hurt. You know. So I took my rehab really seriously. I watched what I ate because, you know, it's, it's easy to get out of shape when you're not running. So I watched because, like, after surgery for the first four weeks, I couldn't work out because, like, I had a – it was like a seven-inch incision. So, like – so it was like I had to – I couldn't, I couldn't like, sweat or anything because the stitches took a while to heal, you know, because it was, like, a pretty big cut. It was a big surgery. Kind of I got, I got, like, a plate in my leg. So, so I just – I just took every I took every single day, like just by the hour, you know, just uh, doing everything I could to get back. I took my rehab really seriously, and I finally got an opportunity to get back. And and the whole time I just kept in mind that like everything happens for a reason, so it, it turned out good. Man, what a great attitude to have about that. That's that's incredible. Apply yeah. your faith in God too through that, man. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. actually, that's that's just awesome.
Um, appreciate Howard? that. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? I'm sorry. I said appreciate it. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, how would you describe your play style? Uh, I try to, like, a lot of times I try to, like, in the beginning of the game, maybe, I'll show on linemen, like, more finesse or, or more power. And then towards, like, let's say the second quarter or, like, when we come out for the third quarter, I'll try to switch it up, and then they won't really know what's coming. Oh, and then they'll be kind of be on their toes. So, because if I'm, like, bull rushing the whole game, then they can get mm-hmm. they can get real heavy on their feet. So, once they get heavy on their feet, I'll start using more, like, I'll go inside or, or use, like, a swipe move or a chop or something like that. So, I try to just keep them, like, guessing, you know? Yeah. That's but I'd smart. say – I'd say I, I like I like doing finesse though. I like I like doing like two hand swipes and stuff like that. I feel like that's fun because it's it's such a clean win. Yeah. Um. So how kind of like you were just talking about kind of like you know thinking about okay trying to catch them off guard. How important is that mental aspect of your game and having confidence in your ability to kind of like fake them out or overpower them and stuff like that. Uh, it means everything, you know, just like just trusting yourself, like just trusting yourself 100 percent and like knowing that like if you don't win one rip, you can come back and win the other. That's everything. And it, it really helps in like, let's say, like the, four, like the fourth quarter when you know like you're going to win, like you just keep keep on going, keep on going. And you finally get that sack. Like it's just like a great feeling because it all paid off. It's like you can never quit. You can never really get discouraged because obviously you're not going to win every rep or every rush. So. As long as you just keep pushing through and you're mentally tough, even if you're not having the best game, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for real. Um, and do you model, like, your play after anyone or, like, a current NFL DN, kind of like we were talking about, you know, maybe some, maybe an alumni or maybe just someone you grew up admiring? Uh, I'd say I, I, like, I like to watch Brian Burns, who went to Florida State. And I like some of the things he does. And I also took a lot from Jonathan Garvin. You know, he's right here. He was right. He was my teammate. So I learned a lot from him for sure. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, can't go wrong with modeling your game after those two guys. So, um, yeah. So I think every player has one of these. Um, what's your, what's your favorite play in your career? And it doesn't have to be at Miami. It can be like even pop Warner or something like that. Um, I'm going to say, my fourth sack against Florida State, it was like it was like I used like a two hand swipe, and then Hornybrook tried to like run up in the pocket, but like I beat the dude really clean. I just dived and like I barely like hit his ankle, but he fell. So probably that one. Gotcha. That's actually that actually leads perfectly into our next question because <laughs> our next question is uh, just kind of like walk us through that game against Florida State and like you you know you had eight tackles and four sacks as you just said and. Just kind of like what was going through your head and how did you consistently dominate that day? Uh, you know, I, I just prepared and I watched a lot of film. I knew I'd have some not, – I'm not going to say easy, but I knew that I'd have some favorable matchups in the inside on the way they block because they didn't do any slack protection. So it was a lot of one-on-ones with, like, yards and stuff like that. So I, I knew I'd be – I knew I'd – like, I knew the game plan would work. I had faith in it. Um, in the beginning of the game, I was actually, like – I was nervous, so, like, after, like, the first drive, I was, t- I was really tired. I was like, man, like, this is going to be tough. Because, like, it was, it's, it was hot outside, and it was, it was a Florida State game. So, like, I guess, I guess, like, I think they call it, like, first win when you get nervous and you get tired quick, but you're not really tired. So, I had that at first. But then after the first drive, I was like, all right, I'm cool. I'm cool. I was getting used to it. I got, I got a sack in the first quarter. 
And I was like, all right, let me get another one. Like, let me just keep on going. I got one in the second quarter. Then I got one in the third quarter and then the fourth quarter. So I got one in every single quarter. But like, throughout the game, I was just like, let me just get another one. Let me just keep on going, just keep on winning, and just keep on pushing. And, like, honestly, I didn't, I didn't even know all the stacks were going to be mine because you know how they do, like, credit and stuff? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. I, th- I thought maybe I'd have maybe one point – no, like, 2.5 or something like that. When I realized I had four, I was like, man, that's crazy. Like, that's it – was, it was amazing, bro. It was, it was awesome. Oh, definitely, man. And it's good to hear that you kind of overcame that those first half jitters. I mean – or first quarter jitters, you mean. Yeah. I think – I mean, I think yeah. every every player is going to go through that at first, and then once you kind of get settled into the game, it's it's like on yeah. on football again. So um, it, it takes a few plays. It takes a few plays, especially like in a stadium like that. It is it was crazy, bro. It's crazy. Exactly, bro. And I, I'm glad I've never had to play in like heat like that. So <laughs> I, I applaud you for that. Um, yeah. So you've kind of talked about like some of the guys you have really like mentored you. Um, so kind of talk to us about that locker room chemistry you've had at Miami so far and like how important it's been just, I mean, even at Miami and throughout your whole football career um, in general. Uh, it's, it's everything to know that like, you know, you have like brothers to go to war with all the time. And I'd say like, not that I'm not close to other people on the team, but like our D line at Miami is so like, it's so like tight knit. Like everybody like, we hang out with each other all the time. We have such a connection that like when we get on the field, we, we trust each other so trust each other so much when we're running like games and stuff like we have no doubts in our mind at all and we know like if if one of us don't win a rep somebody else is going to get to the quarterback always and we're really competitive too I'll say <laughs> yeah yeah all right um sorry I'm just getting caught up here. No, so, what are your what are your goals for next season, like stat wise and like team goals and kind of style of play and everything? Um, uh, I'm a I'm focused on like my get off, hand placement, a lot of the little things. Um, winning a more percentage of my rushes, um, finishing plays because I had a few I had a few sacks where like I dove, but I could have took maybe one or two more steps and I actually could have gotten a sack. Playing against like elusive quarterbacks, I missed a few. So, you know, just capitalizing on everything and just getting better at every part of my game, playing to run stronger and just becoming more of a, like, complete prospect overall, you know? So I don't have any – I mean, I'm probably going to still have weaknesses. Everybody does. But just to make those weaknesses as little as possible and, as, like, the less the less the better, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then what do you think is, like, the strongest aspect of your game that you benefit most from on the field? Uh, I'd say definitely my length when it comes to, like, tackling somebody who's, like, kind of far away from me or, mm-hmm. or like, diving to get a sack, things like that. And also my versatility because I could play 9-tech, 5-tech, 3-tech, 1-tech, 4. I can play really any position on D-line and I have confidence in myself, especially on pass rushing downs. I actually like rushing in, so it's actually easier sometimes. But I feel like I can do, I can play that. I can even play also linebacker. I can drop in the coverage. I'm pretty versatile, so I think it's that. That's yeah, awesome. I definitely like that. That's that's incredible. And then I know you kind of touched on it earlier, um, but just how have you been staying in shape in quarantine? Like I know you mentioned earlier how um, you and your fellow D linemen were really tight and everything. Have you been working out with them as well, or has it kind of just been like you? Like, how that, has that been happening? Yeah, I've been working out with them every other day. So I'll work out with them, like, Tuesday, 
and Thursday at a park or like Wednesday and Friday or something like that. And then the other three days, I'll either run around my neighborhood or work out in my garage. Cause I got like a bench press set in there. Very nice. Okay, perfect. I mean, uh, we're going to move on from the f- football aspect and do some get to know you questions. I mean, just before we do that, I just want to say like, we love your mindset. I mean, you, I mean, yeah. like you said, very versatile on the D line. We're Eagles fans and we've seen guys like, like Brandon Graham can um, play inside and outside on the defense or not. Yeah. Yet, but like, you know what I mean? Like, and just guys like Jannard Avery who can play in coverage too. So it's, it's so important to just be able to, to do what the coaches ask you. I mean, and I think you, you have the mindset of like a very confident and dominant competitor. So I just want to applaud you for that, man. I really, yeah. really Thank like that. About of course, man. Appreciate um, that. All right. So, so let's do some, some fun questions now. So what would you say is the best Gatorade flavor? I mean, every athlete has one. Um, so what's yours? Uh, strawberry. Sure. Ooh, Ooh, okay. Never had the strawberry. Gonna have to give that uh, one a try now, though. Yeah, that one's rare. I don't see it. I don't see it in the stores a lot. So, like, when I do see it, I always grab it. <laughs> awesome. I, I respect. I gotta try that at some point. Um, yeah, that's good. So, that's good. so you talked about Madden. I'm a big. I'm a huge Madden guy. Oh. I would probably get wrecked by you because I don't actually play football. But, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what's your? What is Madden your favorite video game? Or if not, like, what's your favorite video game? It's, it's definitely Madden. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Especially hey. new. That one is fun. Yeah, that one is super fun. What's it's the uh, What's the go-to game mode on Madden? Uh, what do you mean, like simulation? Like, uh, well, like online head-to-head or franchise or oh. ultimate team oh. or. I like. I actually like franchise because what I do, I find the rosters online and I draft like the people. So basically, like, they'll have like a whole bunch of like classes loaded up. They'll even have yeah, like yeah, yeah. stuff. So. I'll, I'll like make a franchise with my brother, and I, and I will like um, draft what we want. We'll like trade for like hella first round picks <laughs> and get like five first round picks each. You know, it's stupid, <laughs> but it's so fun though. It's a lot of fun. Awesome, man. That's great. Um, quick, quick one. Who's your go-to team in Madden if you got to play someone <laughs> online? Um, I'll say either the Panthers. Or the Texans. Like, as long as I have a slightly mobile quarterback, it makes passing a lot easier because I have, like, two options. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a Vikings guy myself. I, I oh, can't, yeah, the Vikings are nice. Yeah, they're nice. They got for Cousins. I don't know why. <laughs> uh-huh. They got stretch. Adam Thielen, too. Yeah, <laughs> just run that stretch run all game, too, with Dalvin. <laughs> yeah, Dalvin. Yeah. yeah. So, if you didn't play football, what would be your dream job? It'd probably be being an FBI agent, yeah, because I'm that's studying criminology. Cool. That's cool. Dang, that's sick, dude. That's really yeah. cool. All right, if you could be in any one TV show or movie, what would it be and why? Um, mm, that's a tough one. Uh, I like The Walking Dead, so probably The Walking Dead. I, that'd be pretty cool, I feel like. It probably wouldn't be – really cool to actually be in it in real life but like doing the show that'd be dope <laughs> I, re- I respect it um thank you so much for your time man i mean we really enjoyed doing this interview we really appreciate your time yeah. like i said Me too. Know, you're, know you're busy and um is there anything you want to say before we we sign off uh no nah, just y'all y'all stay safe and god bless i appreciate y'all reaching out to me it's really humbling i, I really thank you for the opportunity thank you yeah, definitely. Man. I mean, this is a humbling opportunity for us as well. We're, we're really enjoying doing interviews with everyone and like 
just like yeah. you said, like everyone stay safe and like thank you to all the workers who are doing all this work on the front lines. And so, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. So we're gonna sign off now. But thank you again, Gregory. Uh, thanks, sure. God bless. Y'all be safe. Thanks. Thank you. You too. Yes, sir.